Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Shabbos. Kodesh Pesachim Dafir Gimel Kuchas Arusan Dafir Beis. The Gemara and Dafir Beis and Rav was discussing in Machlekes when Adam testified that an event happened at a certain time. How much leeway? How much time do we assume they could be off? They can make any mistakes. That we, that was the discussion we had off. Then the Gemara and Beis plugged it into our discussion, our Mishnah and Machlekes and our Mishnah. How much time the Rabbanon said you are not allowed to eat the chametz before the actual zman? The Gemara said that it's really the exact Machlekes. However, the application will be a little bit different because it could be chametz is given over to everybody versus Adas is lizrisim, and that's why Adam will be more accurate their timing. However, people have to be more concerned that they're going to be off their timing, and that's what their abundance could be more mach. However, it really is the same achlaikis. They, they would disagree in both cases, just the exact application is a little bit different. Today, we're going to see the Gemara is going to discuss who we pass like, do you pass like your mayor, do you pass like your Behuda? The Gemara on, on, the, on the bottom, the teacher is very important. You say that person has to be very careful because of the issue of a Eastern Mekim. A person has to be very careful that people don't suspect that he's doing something wrong. And then the Gemara on the is going to discuss the Mishnah said that we use Lachem Tehid, which are apostle. The Gemara is going to discuss why are they apostle. We're going to see it's Machlegas if we have to use Lachem Tehid, which are apostle or Kasher. That's going to be a discussion on the base. Let's jump right in. The Gemara on the top of Daf Yud Yom we're two lines down. Amar of Nachman says the Gemara. Amar of Nachman, Amar Rav Alach Kerbi Yehuda, we had a machlekes in our Mishnah. When exactly did Rabbanon say you're not allowed on Erev Pesach? Where Meir said the Alach is you're allowed to eat chametz the entire fifth hour, and you have to burn it the sixth hour. Who just said no? You have to, you're allowed to eat the fourth hour. You have to stop eating during the fifth hour. The fifth hour, you can do whatever you want with it, but you just not allowed to eat it. Says the Gemara. Amar of Nachman, Amar Rav Alach Kerbi Yehuda, Alach is like Yehuda. Fourth hour, you're allowed to eat. Fifth hour is Tehillim, which means a person's not allowed to eat it, but he's allowed to give it to other. He's allowed to give it to his dog, for example. And the sixth hour, that's when you burn it. Amar Rav Alach Nachman, Vinir Amar Alach Kerbi Meir asked the Gemara, why don't we say Alach is like her Meir? Her Meir said Alach is you're allowed to eat it. Up until the fifth hour, says the Gemara, why should we pass like a mayor? Just down one Tanakh of the because we have a Stam Mishnah that passes like a mayor, and the general assumption is that we pass like a Stam Mishnah, the Stam, because we learned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah later on, you're going to see in Afchaf Alf tells us that at any point where a person is allowed to eat himself, he's allowed to feed to others as well. So says the Gemara, it sounds like from the Mishnah, that at any point during the day that you're allowed to eat, you're allowed, you're allowed to feed. However, if you're not allowed to eat yourself, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to give to your animal. But ask the Gemara, According to Abihuda, that would not be the case. According to Abihuda, during the fifth hour, the person himself is not allowed to eat. It's usher to eat. However, you're allowed to be Michael. You're allowed to give it over to your animals. So therefore, says the Gemara, that Mishnah sounds like the Shita of a mayor, that during the fifth hour, you're allowed to eat. And only during the sixth hour, you're not allowed to eat. And therefore, you're not allowed to give it to your animal as well. And says the Gemara, he loves stummy. Says the Gemara, no, that mission is not a stam mission. That mission is not going like the opinion of Rameir. Why? Because we had a kasha. The Gemara later on is going to tell us that if it was going like the opinion of Rameir, the mission should have just said, Kol shasha eichel meichel. At any point that you're allowed to eat, you're allowed to feed to your animal. And the, so the fact that the Mishnah told us the Lashon of Mutter, the Gemara later on is going to tell us that that's going like the opinion of Rebbe Gamliel. And Rebbe Gamliel said that at any point that a Kayin is allowed to eat, which is the fifth hour, the Kayin is allowed to eat Chuma, the Lach is that Yisrael is allowed to give his food to an animal. However, that Mishnah is not going like the opinion of Rebbe It's going like Rebbe Gamliel. So therefore, it's not, we don't have a Stam Mishnah like Rebbe Says the Gemara, Vene Amar Lach Gamliel. Ask the Gemara, so why don't we say that Lach is like Rebbe Gamliel, that he's the Machria? In general, we have a Machlaikis between two Tanaim, we have a third who Paskins like one, or we have a third who's Machria and Machlaikis, so we should pass him like that. We should like that Tana. So I asked the Gemara, we should pass like Rabbi Gamliel. And says the Gemara, Amr Allah, Rabbi Gamliel, La Machriya, Tamdan of Sheikh Amr. Says the Gemara, no, Rabbi Gamliel is not the Machriya. In general, the Halakha Kemachriya means you have a Machlekes in two Tanaim, another Tana comes along and says, oh, we pass like the other Tana, one of the two Tanaim. So we say, Allah Kemachriya. However, Rabbi Gamliel is just saying his own opinion. Rabbi Gamliel is not getting involved in the Machlekes in Ramayan or Behuda. He had his own third opinion, and therefore we don't say it, Allah is Kemachriya. So that's why, says the Gemara, we do not have a stamish that Paskins like Rameir. So that's where Nachman, in the name of Rav, said he passed like Rabbi Huda. Says the Gemara of Yibayisim, Rav Namar Kaitana. Or says the Gemara, Rav passed like Rabbi Huda because he had this Tana. The Sanya we learned in the Brisa. 
that when Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos, the is you burn everything before Shabbos. The and Shumas Tmeis, the is you burn. The and Shumas Tmeis, Tluyes Tehiris, the is you burn all of your Shuma, whether it's Tame, whether it's a Suffolk, whether it's Tar, you burn it before Shabbos, because you. The assumption is that you're not going to eat on Shabbos. However, you leave over from the tar chuma the shear of two sudas, so that you can eat until the fourth hour. That was the opinion of Rabbi Elazar. So you see that the mission sounds like that the you're only allowed to eat up until the fourth hour. So therefore, we have a raya that we have a mission which goes like the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda that you're allowed to eat up until the fourth hour. So the Chacham said back to Rabbi Elazar, you shouldn't burn the Tahiris, because maybe people are going to come along on Shabbos, and they'll be able to eat the tahir, the the truma, which is tar. Meaning, the halachas, you're not allowed to burn truma tahira unless you have a specific need, unless you know for sure that nobody else is going to eat it. So, therefore, says the Gemara, if you assume that people may come on Shabbos, why are you telling me that we should burn our air of Shabbos? You should leave over the truma tahira for Shabbos itself, because maybe Kayanam are going to come along, the guests will come along, and they'll be able to feed it to them. So, why are you burning on air of Shabbos? Because the guy already looked around, he checked, he knew that no guests are coming on air of Shabbos, that's why he burns everything and only what he needs. He keeps for shops. Amrulai said back to Mishamachutzachimlanu. Maybe they slept outside of the wall, meaning maybe their guests were outside of the city, they're within the Tchum, and they'll come on Shabbos. Amrulai said back to him, So he said back to him, according to your reasoning that maybe guests are going to come, you shouldn't burn uh, even the, the items of Trim which are a Suffolk. Why? Because these items which are, which are a Suffolk, you're not sure of their tar, you're not sure of their tummy. Maybe Yonav is going to come along now on Erev Yom, he's going to come on Shabbos and tell us. That they the the items that you're mistook about are tart, so you shouldn't burn them. Maybe you should wait till Shabbos itself to burn them. Amrulai, so they said back to them, the Khum said back to Rablazak, Farmuftahlani Israel, Shayna Yoba, Lebar Shabbos, Lebar Yamtev, Mibnaya Tarach. We already know that it was promised to Klaus so Alyanov is not gonna come on Arab Shabbos and Arab Yamtiv because of the Tiracha. Alyanov is not gonna come on Arab Shabbos and Arab Yamtiv because Klaisal is in the middle of preparing for their Suda. And therefore, since they're preparing for their Suda, we don't want Klaisal to stop the preparations and going out to read Alyo. So we know for sure he's not gonna come on Arab Shabbos. So that's why this is the way Rashi learns over here. So that's why Alyanov is for sure not gonna come on Arab Yamtiv or Arab Shabbos. So on the we could burn it all on Arab Shabbos, knowing for sure that Alyanov is not gonna come and tell us that is tar. Um, they said, So at that point, they paskin like Rebel Lazar. So therefore, says the Gemara, it sounds like, my lava Says the Gemara, did they not pass like Rebel Lazar, even regards to Allah, that you're only letting up in the fourth hour? Because Rebel Lazar said, Rebel Lazar said two halachas. Number one, you burn everything before Shabbat, you just leave over a Muslim for Shtei Sudites. And number two, he said that you're only allowed to eat up into the fourth hour. So the Gemara is assuming that when we said he passed like a Lazar, we passed like him in regards to both Dinim. Number one, that you burn everything before Shabbat, only what you need exactly for Shabbat, that's what you keep. And number two, that you're allowed to eat up until the fourth hour. So we have a Mishnah which says clearly that they passed, and we have a Bryce which says clearly that they pass can like the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara, no, not necessarily. Raya, no, it was in regards to the first halacha. In regards to the halacha that you burn everything before Shabbos, that we pass can like Reb Elazar. However, in regards to the second halacha, when exactly you're allowed to eat up, when you're exactly you're allowed to eat until on Arab Yamtiv, that they didn't tell us what that halacha is. So therefore, it could be we still have machlekes whether we pass can like Rabbi Yehuda or Reb Meir. Meaning they were not aim the minion like they're trying to point out in regards to this halacha. The lashon of leizazim isha means that they're aim the minion. They got arrived together and they pass can However, in regards to the second halacha, what time you're allowed to eat on Arab Yamtiv? That they were not kaveya what the is. Therefore, it could be it's still machlekes. The Rishayim ready or Eimid over here. The Gemara said 
Muslim stay sudas, so you leave over enough food for two sudas. And the question is, what about shalish sudas? What about shalish sudas? So if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi from Zam, Muslim stay sudas, the loy shalish, the chal shalish sudas, the shabbos, arvis shachas, and chaver pesach, asalacham, and chalamayla. Rashi from Zam, you only leave over Muslim for two sudas because you're not allowed to eat shalish sudas because Allah is shalish sudas has to be after mincha. That's what it sounds like from Rashi. And Arab pesach, you're not allowed to eat from minam and chalamayla. So therefore, you don't leave over any food for shalish sudas. Now the question is, what exactly do you do when Arab pesach falls out on shabbos? What do you do about shalish sudas? So it's a fascinating discussion. There have been many svarim written out specifically in regards to this shayla when, sh- when Arab Pesach falls out on Shabbos. I had to deal with all the very interesting shaylas, fascinating shaylas that come up. But the Rishen ready over here, I mean on the shayla, the, the Meiri and others discuss how maybe you're machalik the suda into two. Maybe you split the, the suda, the shachar suda into two, that you have the meal in the morning and you split it up. You take a walk in the middle and then you come back for a second suda. Definitely a very interesting discussion. There is quoted up the Zayar that the person can learn for, for Shalashitudas. However, it doesn't sound like the Zayar, the Pashab Shah the Zayar is not that person's the kind that you have Shalashitudas. Rather, since a person can't do anything else anyways, he may as well learn during that time. Again, definitely a very interesting discussion. Rishan over here addressing the issue. Says the Heli Gemara Viter, the Af Rebbe, Rebbe also held that we, like Rav Nachman, that we saw before, that we paskin like. They, like we pass on the opinion of Yehuda, Amar Ravin, Rav Ada, Maisa, Rav Machat, Shehevkin, Diska, Malaya Chamet, Itzel, Yerchen, Chakuka. There's a story that a person left a saddlebag full of Chamets by Yerchen, Benakvu, Akbar, Maya Chamet, Vatit, Vyetse, and Akbar came along. These rodents came along and they opened up the bag, and Chamet was going everywhere. Balafni, Rabbi, Shari, Shari, Malaya Hamtin. The first hour, tell them, wait, Shari, Malaya Hamtin. He said, wait, maybe the maybe owner's going to come back. Shari, Malaya Hamtin. The fourth hour, the third hour, he said, wait, Ravi, Shari, Malaya Hamtin. Chamit, Shari, Malaya Tse, Yomarech, Bishuk. The fifth hour, he said, go south. Did he not mean to say like the opinion of Yehuda? The Allah is that during the fifth hour that your person himself is not allowed to eat it, and that's why he told him to sell it because you're not you yourself are not allowed to eat it. So therefore, he's telling him to sell it. So we have a raya that we pass like Rabbi Yehuda. I'm Rabbi Yisrael. No, or Rabbi was saying was sell it to a Jew like the opinion of a mayor. They're allowed to eat it even during the fifth hour. Amalei Abaya, Sabaya said, Eli Yisrael, Nishkelein Afshei, ask the Gemara, ask the Abaya, if you're telling me that Allah is allowed to eat, you're allowed, a Jew's allowed to eat it during the fifth hour, so why did Rabbi tell him to sell to, not, to another Jew? Why didn't he himself buy it off the person? He should, he'll pay the person when he comes back, he should eat it, and then when the person comes along, he'll pay him back the money. Says Gemara, Mishim Chashad, because of Chashad, the Sanyu and the Brisa, Gabi Tzedakashin Lamani, and Lachalik, Partin Lacherim, and Partin Lachatz, and the Allah is, Gabi Tzedakah has a lot of money around, and now there's no Aniyim, so he has to save up the money, so the Allah is, if he wants to use coins, that will save for a longer period of time, he's allowed to switch coins with somebody else so, so, so that the coins will last a little longer. However, he's not allowed to switch out the coins himself. Meaning, if he has coins that will last a longer period of time, he's not allowed to switch up these coins for those coins because people are going to be chayshim. And similarly, the people who are in charge of giving out the food, the Allah and no one around, the Allah is allowed to sell to other people, but they themselves are not allowed to buy the food. Allah is a very important din. Some of the money of actually count as a mitzvah. A person has to be very careful not to do things. Things that will make other people think that he's doing an avera, that he's doing something which is usher. So therefore, so too over here in Aragomar, the Allah is a person himself who has the pikadin, is not allowed to eat it and then pay the person back because people are going to be chayshid that he's using the pikadin. It says in Aram, Rav Adar Amas, and Rav Beferish, Amrlan, Tseyim, Archlan, Nachrim, Kirab Yehuda. Rav Adar Amas said to Rav that Beferish, we heard from, from Rebbe, that Rebbe said that Allah is that Allah, that he told him to sell to a non-Jew. So therefore, we have a clear proof that Rabbi Paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Just like we said before, that Rabbi Paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Here too, we have a clear raya that that was the case in our story. That Rabbi told them to sell to a non-Jew during the fifth hour. We see Paskin like Rabbi Yehuda that the Jew himself is not allowed to eat it. Only the non-Jews are allowed to eat during the fifth hour. Says the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Kamanazal the Shmaitz the Rabbi says the Gemara, who is a, who, which opinion did this 
the story go like that Rebbe said, Allah you should sell it in the fifth hour. We're going to see we have Machlaikis. What should a person do when a person has a collateral and it's getting damaged? What should he do? So we saw that Rebbe said the person should sell it, so that he should, he should save the person from losing his money. That's going like the opinion of Mishnah. A person leaves over fruit by his friends to be cut in. Even if they're going to get destroyed, he shouldn't touch them because, again, they're not his and therefore he shouldn't get involved. Mishnah says, No, get involved. You should sell them. Just like if you found something which is getting lost and was getting destroyed, you would try to recover it, you would sell it, and then keep that money for that person. So over here, the person left the collateral, he, he really wants you to save his money, so you should go sell it. But did we not say on that? This time we said that the Tanakam held, you shouldn't get involved. That's only if it's having a normal depreciation. If the fruit are going down in, in a, a small amount of value, which they generally would, then you don't get involved. But if they're going down at an abnormal rate, if let's say the fruit is just going to get totally destroyed, totally ruined, then the Allah is. Everybody agrees that you sell it. And so too, says worse. And Kholshikin over here, the Tanakam would agree that if you don't sell the Chametz in the fifth hour, the Allah is the sixth hour is going to come along and now it's going to be Asr Bana. So says Zagmar, even the Tanakam and that Mishnu says that in general you don't get involved, you don't sell the Pikadin. That's only if it's not lose, it's not going to lose all its value. However, if it's going to lose all of its value, of course the Tanakam agrees that you would sell it. So therefore, says the Gemara, everybody would agree in our case, that like Rebbe, that everybody would agree that the Allah you would sell the food, you would sell the Pikadin before, right before Pesach. Says the Gemara, now continuing on to the next part of the Mishnah. Rebbe Huda said that as a simon to know when exactly it's time to stop eating chametz, they would have two chalais, they would have two pieces of bread, which were placed, and we'll, t- we'll see in one second, in the base of Megash. And when the two pieces of bread were there, then they knew that they were allowed to eat. When one was taken away, they knew that it was time to be Thailand, that they wouldn't eat it themselves, they'd be allowed to give it to their animals. And when both, both pieces of bread were taken away, then they knew it was time to burn the chametz. So says the Gemara, Tani Tanaka Agave Itzvah, the Tanaton in front of Yehuda, that they would put an Agave Itzvah on top of the, on top of the platforms. Armalev Echilat, Sinu Tzarech, if they hide them, and these were these platforms, these benches that they would sit on, if you put it just on top of the platform, nobody's going to see it. So rather, says the Gemara, Rather, we didn't mean to say on top of the itzvah. We went on top of the roof of the itzvah. On top of the benches, there were these roofs to keep in case it ra- in case it rained. So on top of that roof, then it would be visible to everybody. It would be clear to everybody what the status of the chametz was. There were benches, and there was a double row of benches. like that as well. There were two sets of benches. Rehuda says, It was called Istavanas because it was one row of benches and another row of benches inside. Again, the idea just was that there were rows of benches inside for people to sit down, and there were two sets of rows. So we saw the Mishnah said that the Lachmai Taida that you're using are puzzle. Says the Gemara, Amai Psulis. Why exactly are the Lachmai Taida puzzle? Why exactly are the bread they're using? How come they're puzzle? So says the Gemara, the taida has to be eaten in the day and night. So says the because so many people brought the taida of the lachma taida in Arab Yamta, because the lach is the taida is brought with forty pieces of bread, thirty are matzah, ten are chametz. So therefore, the lach is can't bring them on Pesach. So anybody who wants to bring a taida would bring it on Arab Yamta. So therefore, since there were so many extra, so therefore they were they were, they were puzzle because of lina. The lach is if they stay overnight and they're not eaten, they're puzzle misham lina. So therefore, says the Gemara, that's why they're puzzle. The is that since they left overnight, they're puzzle. The sign of the Halachas, you're not allowed to bring the carbon taida on Pesach because that's chametz. Ask the Gemara. 
Pshita, asked the Gemara, it's Pashat that you're not allowed to bring the Taida on Yamtiv itself because it's Chametz. What's the case you're not to bring the Taida on Yamtiv? It's Chametz. So rather, clarifies the Gemara, says like this. Amr Bader Ava, Hacha Biyadar Askin. We're saying that the Lachas, you're not allowed to bring the Taida on the Yamtiv. Says the Gemara, why not to bring it on Erev Pesach? On Erev Pesach, you're still allowed to eat up until the 12th, up until the up until Chatzais. Says the Gemara, because Savar, in Ravian Kachim, the base up. So, because there's a very important Chiddush, we'll see more about this when we get to Seder Kachim. We'll see more about this in Sechaz Bay as well. But the Lacha is. That even though technically you should be allowed to bring the taita now, you should bring you bring on air pesach and you'll be allowed to eat it up until chatzais, up until the sixth hour. However, the halacha is that you are not allowed to bring a carbon up so, which means that each carbon has a certain period of time that you're allowed to eat it, and that period of time, that's the amount of time it has to have in order for it to be kosher carbon. So therefore, over here says the gemara, if you bring the carbon on air pesach, even though technically you're allowed to eat it for chatzais, but since the regular shear of eating the taita is the the day and the night. So therefore, says the Gemara, you're not allowed to bring it even on Erev Pesach, and that's a chiddush. Because even though technically we would have thought you're allowed to bring it on Erev Pesach, Kamash one, you're not allowed to bring it on Erev Pesach, and that's why everybody would bring it on the Yom and Gimel, and then it would be possible Lina would be possible because it stayed overnight, and that's why the the Taita that we're talking about, the Lachma Taita, were possible. Says the Gemara. The Gemara says, and therefore we cool out and we shleish out from Eisleu, and therefore everybody would bring on the thirteenth when we take Shemru based on Salzbelin. And since there were so many, so that it wouldn't be eaten before the Arab Pesach, and that's why the Lachma Taita and the Mishnah were, were possible. Says the Gemara, Mishnah Yana said, "Kshares tell you, really they were kosher." When the Mishnah said that they were, the Lachma Taita that they were psulis, they well, doesn't mean that they're really possible. Doesn't mean they're possible kedusha saguf. Rather, they were, really they're kosher. So why the like Carly psulis? Why are you calling them psulis? Says the Gemara, "Shalani shchatalayimat zevach." Says the Gemara, because you, nobody shechted a carbon, the carbon taita wasn't shechted. The halacha is that you, the carbon taita is brought and shechted and, and brought with the carbon brought with the carbon taita is also the lachma taita, the forty loaves of bread, thirty of matzah, ten of chametz. So therefore, says the Gemara, the the Mishnah that said that the lachma taita were possible didn't mean they were actually possible. Rather, what happened was that the, the lachma taita were designated set aside for carbon. However, the carbon itself wasn't shechted, and therefore the halacha is that the lachma taita are possible. The psulas damim, which means that there's two stages in the lachmatayda. Number one, when you designate the lachmatayda, when you designate the bread that's going to be used for specific carbon, then it gets kedushas damim. It gets the status. It's considered it has a certain level of kedusha. However, the lachas you could still redeem it once the carbon taida is shechted for for the person. So now the lachmatayda get elevated to the status of kedushas aguf, and then they can't be redeemed. So therefore, says the Gemara, we're talking about a case where the carbon taida, what the bread was designated for the carbon taida, and the taida wasn't was not shechted, and therefore that's why the mission said they're pasul because they're pasul al kedushas damim. Ask the Gemara of Inishchat. Okay, so why you told me that the, the carbon wasn't shechted? Okay, so why don't you shechted the carbon now? And then the the bread will be kosher. Will have kedushas haguf. Says the Gemara. Shavad The case was that the carbon was lost, and therefore since the carbon was lost, so that's why we're not able to shechted the carbon. Ask the Gemara. Okay, so you told me that the, this carbon was lost. So why don't you bring another animal? Bring another animal and shecht it. And now the lachmataita also will get elevated to Kedusha Zagov. Because the case was where the person said, This is the carbon taita. This, you pointed an animal and says, This is the carbon taita. And this is the bread that's going to go along with it. And like Rabbi said, Let's say a person designates, he's going to bring this carbon and this bread. Let's say he loses the bread. Let's let her place the bread. However, of the taida, and of the taida cheres. If he loses the carbon taida, the lach is he cannot just bring another carbon taida. Why? Says the Gemara, my timer. What the shot? Why do we say that if he loses the carbon taida, then he can't bring it? Then he does. He can't replace it with another carbon taida. However, if he loses the bread, then he could just replace the bread. Ask him what's the difference. My timer. Lechem glal taida. Vein taida glal lechem. We'll see this. This comes up quite a few times in later on in Masechta and in Masechta Zvachim as well. That the lach is the lechem comes because of the taida. The taida doesn't come because of the lechem. Meaning the primary thing is the carbon. The lechem is just brought. And 
as an aside, as a part of the carbon. So therefore, if the lechem is, is lost, you could just replace it. However, the carbon taita is the main thing. So if you lose the carbon taita, you can't just replace the carbon taita. You have to bring an entire new, entirely new carbon taita and new bread. Says the Gemara, okay, so you're telling me that the case was that the bread was designated, and therefore the Kedushas Damim, and it, the, we lost the carbons now, it could not get elevated to Kedushas Agaf. Ask the Gemara, okay, ask the Gemara, why don't you just redeem it? The Allah is that when the Lechem has, has the status of Kedushas Damim, you could just redeem it. You could pay money, and now, now it will have the status of Chulun again. And now it won't be considered, it won't be considered Lachmi Taida anymore. So why did our mission say that we're using Lachmi Taida, which are apostle? Why, don't we, why didn't you redeem it? Why do you have this Lachmi Taida? Which is possible, which is possible, Kedush is done. Says Gemara, Rather, says the Gemara, what happened was that the carbon was shechted. Aye, so why didn't have Kedush HaSaguf? Says Gemara, and really, the, and what happened was that the blood spilled. So you weren't up to do this. Come on, Karebi, like the opinion of Rebbe, I'm a Rebbe. Shnei Dvarim, Hamatir, Mylon, Zebelezet. Allah says that there are two things, two parts of the carbon that work one without the other. The sign you learned in the Bright Kifsi Ataris, Imakach, and Alachim, Elbashrit, Allah is. That the lechem, the bread, only gets kedusha sagof through shechita ketzad. What does that mean? Shachtan lishman mezarkan dam lishman. Let's say a person shachts the carbon lishman and he shachts the carbon tayt lishman. Alachas kedusha lechem. The lechem has the status of kedusha sagof. Shachtan shloy lishman. A person shachts shloy lishman mezarkan dam shloy lishman. A person and he switches the dam shloy lishman. Like kedusha lechem. The lechem is a bread does not get elevated. It's not become kaddish because you do not bring the carbon properly. Shachtan lishman mezarkan dam shloy lishman. What happens, however, if you shacht the lishman? There's two processes in the carbon. Number one is the shechita. Number one is actual shachting. And number two is the spritzing of the blood. So let's say you did the first process, you shechted a lishmat, you shechted for the the carbon, and for the sake of the carbon. However, when you spritz the dam, you did shalai lishmat. The halacha says the Gemara, lechem kadosh, vayna kadosh, tibi. Rabbi, Rabbi holds that the lechem has a status, it does get elevated, it, it does have kadoshish haguf, however, the person is not allowed to eat it. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, I might know, loyalim, ain't a kadosh halachem, at yishra lishmat, v'yizrak dam lishmat. Rabbi Lazar holds, I'm sorry, that no, unless both of the processes, unless both of the actions were down the shmat, side the shrita, inside the zrika, the lechem is not considered kaddish. So says the Gemara. Therefore, our mission is going like the opinion of Rebbe. The Rebbe said that even if you just have the shrit lishma, it has a status of kaddish So that's why the mission said it was pasal. Really meant it is pasal. It is a so hagov. Says the Gemara. Afilu tema Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. We assume that we have to be going like the opinion of Rebbe that when even if one of the items are on the shema, even if just the shrit was on the shema, the lechem is kaddish. Says the Gemara. No, can you go like the opinion of Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon that both items need to be done lishma. Both the shrit and the zrika have to be done lishma in order for it to become pasal. So I. But over here, that we said the person only did this rikl- the shechita shema, not the rikl- shema. Says Gemara, Achamai Eskinon, Kachin Eskabel Dam Bekais. What happened was that you already rekabel Dam Bekais, Vinishbach, and only then afterwards did it spill. Rabbi Rav Shimon Sarvalei Kavu Dam Rakolim Elizrik Kizark Dam. A very big chiddush that the halacha is that the idea is that anything which is Eim Elizrik, anything which is about to be spritzed, and you were almost able, you almost did it, meaning you got up to the process right before that, you rekabel Beklin, you didn't have a chance to spray it. We treat it as if you did this rikl- shema, and therefore says the Gemara, even according to Rabbi Lazar, it would have the status of it would be puzzled. The lechem would be puzzled. We had she clarifies that you actually, if you want to eat it, you actually have to do this rika. However, in order for it to be considered pasal, the halacha is that as long as it's ayim and as long as you're about to do this rika, the halacha is that it can have a psalaguf. Says in our mission, we saw the lachmi taida were pasal. Tanami shem belaza, I'm rikshere, so you know, the lachmi taida were kosher. And again, the discussion revolves around did the rabbinic specifically want to use the items which are pasal? Because since you're going to burn this in, a, in an hour or two, because since the, the smatness is going to come, so should we specifically use psalais or kshares? Or as I said, you could even use kshares. As long as the them were there, the nation would know they're allowed to eat. Men, Thailand. If one of the pieces of bread were taken away, then they knew that it was time to stop eating, but they could still feed it to their animals. I mean, it was the fifth hour. They don't eat it, they don't burn it. If both of them were taken away, it's once both, bread, both pieces of bread were taken away, excuse me, then they knew it was the sixth hour, and that's when they would start burning the chametz. 
Abishal says, no, they use a totally different sign. Meaning, so far we saw it, they use a sign of Lachma Taida. Abishal says, no, they use a totally different sign. They would have two cows which are grazing. As long as both of them are grazing around you, they're still allowed to eat. One of the cows were taken away, they knew it was the fifth hour, they're not allowed to eat, and I don't have to burn it. Once both the cows were taken away, then they knew it was time to burn it. They knew it was the sixth hour, and it was time to burn the chametz. It's an interesting art. Tosavir quotes to Yushamit, Yushamit of Yerim Perak Aleph. Halacha hey says, how could they have the animals plowing on Arab Yomtiv? Lachaira was also Dumalacha. The Yushami answers, Enechlami, Niriz Kikharshis. They weren't actually Dumalacha, just looked like they were plowing. So, what's the, what was the Yushami's Kasha that it was also Dumalacha on Arab Yomtiv? So, Taisovir says that Kalemar, Svar Linig, Sham Isser, Kivan Shem Skaps, Sham Af, Mikhaimis, Shinogoban Isser. Taisovir says that even though we're going to see later on that they're different Minhagim, some people have the Minig to Dumalacha on Arab Yomtiv, some people have the Minig not to Dumalacha on Arab Yomtiv. So, Taisovir says, how do Yushami know that it was also Dumalacha on Yushalami, even Yushalami? They were naik to do malacha. So Taisa answers no. Since it's a svar to say that since people from out of town who, who their minig was not to malacha, so therefore the misvara we assume that the minig Mishlam was not to malacha. So it's interesting because the question is how exactly Taisa know that. Maybe we would go with the minig that people came from places that they did do malacha on so Maybe they they went with that mahalach. Maybe Yushlam they went that you're allowed to do malacha on So it could be Taisa is going the Ram Chalavir brings down the same Yusham and he suggests in Yushami that the Allah is that if there are people who are naik it's there the Allah is you're not allowed to be matir with name. You're not allowed to be you're not allowed to be nag hatter b'fname, so it could be that's the pshat. Then you should have the word to malach like Ram Chalava says. Maybe that's pshat. Taisus also, it's a little bit unclear. But maybe that's the pshat. That since people were coming from a place that they wouldn't do malachas, so therefore they were careful in Yishlaim not to malachas as well. One quick arm we saw today. The Gemara on the Menach brought down that El Yonav is not going to come on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantiv because Mepneh So first of all, Taisus in Aaron brings down. That we're talking about coming on Shabbos itself. And Taisa says the reason why we don't want that it's not going to come on Shabbos itself is because Kalimar, that Eliyahu is going to come and they're not going to eat the Suda of Layachu Suda Shabbos, because they're not going to end up eating Suda Shabbos. And that's why Eliyahu won't come. You see from the Taisa, a tremendous importance of a person eating. Eating Suda Shabbos. We sometimes take a lightly. What's the big deal? Suda Shabbos. Taisa is telling us Alyanov is not going to come because we're not going to eat Suda Shabbos. Well, first of all, we see the, the importance of eating the Sudas, having the Sudas on Shabbos. There's another, the Avudjan brings down that since Alyanov is not going to come on Shabbos and Erev Yomtev, so therefore it brings down a Pshat to suggest that that's why on Matzah Shabbos we, start, we mention Alyanov. We have different songs which mention Alyanov. So, and the, so he suggests because since it can't come on Erev Shabbos or Shabbos, therefore we mention, we mention Alyanov on Matzah Shabbos. He asks, based on that, so why don't we mention on Matzah Yomtev as well? So therefore he gives other Remember the Torah brings us down, Mashim the Arach. That's why we mentioned Aliyah Navi on Matzah Shabbos. There is an interesting question that Rabbi Chanover asks, a very important question. Asks Rabbi Chanan, the Gemara over here tells us the reason why Aliyah Navi is not going to come on Erev Shabbos is because of the Tirchah. Klaisel is busy being icing the Suda, and they're going to be too busy. Asks Rabbi Chanan, Klaisel has been waiting, anticipating the coming of Mashiach for so many years. You're telling me that because Klaisel is going to be interrupted from preparing for Shabbos, Aliyah Navi is not going to come. How does it make any sense? The greatest ending Klaisel could have is if Mashiach comes. Rabbi Chanan over here says, interesting. Rabbi Chanan suggests, Enechanami, you're right. However, what the Gemara is telling us is that if Ayanavi is supposed to come on Arab Shabbos, then he'll, instead of coming on Arab Shabbos, to, uh, instead of disturbing everybody from the preparations, he'll come on Thursday, which is an interesting idea because the Rukhan is telling us that if Ayanavi is supposed to come on Friday, he can be mocked him and come on Thursday, which yeah, we have to figure out exactly how do we know that that's the case. If Ayanavi is specifically supposed to come on Arab Shabbos, who said that he can come a little bit earlier? So it could be some of the Akronim are mechalic that there's two times Mashiach can come. It could come at the time that it's supposed to come, it could come even earlier. There's definitely what to talk about. I saw a little bit of a different cash from the Shemitim Malacha, and he asks that when Eliyahu comes, and Mashiach comes, so now all the situations of Sakana, Pekuach Nefesh, all those things are hopefully going to stop. So that's why, of course, Eliyahu should be able to come on Erev Shabbos because he's going to stop all of those problems. So of course, if 
Pikuach Nefesh is going to override the issue of, ter- of Kavit Shabbat. So you're right. So he says, Enachanami, you're right. He says, Shagamar, baby, and I said, Oitzke is Kishashanim Kitikuna. Vyesham, Klaitzel, Ba'ilam. Umachzikim, Tarz Hashem. Avakshi, Tarz, Gadaris, Klaitzel. Vaydekan, Evdamamuna, Yav, Bechalin, and Gam Erev Shabbos. The Shiram Tunim Malachas suggests that when the Gemara says it's not going to come in Erev Shabbos, Enachanami, that's when Klaitzel is Bishalim, everybody's keeping the mitzvah, so then it's not going to come in Erev Shabbos. However, when Klaitzel is Bishas Tsar, and there are Gazeris against Klaitzel, then, of course, Alianavi will come in Erev Shabbos. So definitely, we'll have to discuss whether Al-Yanavi, when Alianavi is going to come, when it, and can he come in Erev Shabbos, on Shabbos. Definitely a exciting discussion. Today, the Gemara on Yigil Amarav spoke out the halacha of whether we pass in like Rabbi Huda, we married, do we pass in that? You'll have to eat the chametz up until the sixth hour. No, you have to stop. And the, you have to stop at the end of the fourth hour. And the fifth hour is toilet. The Gemara taught us that Al-Yanavi is not going to come on Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom The Gemara on the bottom taught us the important yisoid of the Yisim Nekiyim, that the halacha is a person who is not allowed to redeem tzedakah money with his own money because people are going to suspect him. We saw the Gemara and Bez explain that when the Mishnah said that the Alachim are apostle, did it mean that they're Psalaguf or is it just a Psaldamim? And finally, we saw the Gemara on the bottom brought down that there was a different simon. The Gemara on the top of the Daf taught us there was a different simon. It could be that there were two cows. And when they would take away the cows, that's when Christ all knew it was time to burn the Chametz. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful Shabbos.